0: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Watch a new podcast. Watch a new podcast. Watch a new podcast. Watch a new one podcast. They're a semi chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a doing podcast. Watch podcast. They're headed to the tri state to hang with Phineas and Fern. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the rewatching Nader. This
0: is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Whatcha Doin', your absolute favorite Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. And now, here's one of your hosts, the most adorable critter in all of the intergalactic galaxy, Felipe. And I am not alone. As always, I am joined by someone who also has a mustache, but only for translation purposes. It is William Davis. Will, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, this this whole time, if if I shave it once, the only thing you'll ever hear out of me again is meep.
0: Meep indeed, or wah I feel like you could get a while, and we are not alone. <laughs> we are also joined by the lovely Naomi Calhoun, who is also voiced by Lorenzo Lamas.
2: yeah, are we going to, what are we going to an alphabetical
0: Not. not is the and credit. you clearly <laughs> missed a lot,
2: oh yeah, well, look, I'm a busy woman uh i am so excited to be back. This is gonna rock and roll. uh, what a great episode to talk about, and um. I just have to say, uh, Philly, you did not appreciate how good Will's uh, Waluigi was. That was really oh, I heard it
0: earlier this morning, too. So
2: It was really yeah. good.
0: Um, yes, yeah, so we've got Naomi, who is voiced by Lorenzo Lamas, but more importantly, our prestigious end credit for every podcast, it is Navi, someone who would never disrespect Senior fro like that.
3: I don't know. Maybe I would. Uh, he was pretty fugly. Uh, I also... <laughs>
0: If you don't have a Twitter to bully him.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, maybe that was a preemptive suspension because they knew I would have bullied Senior Frog. (laughs) Also, I love that our guest is doing laundry. I'm (laughs) not doing laundry.
2: I'm putting away my laundry because I don't feel like ironing later, so I got to make sure that I put it all away so it doesn't get wrinkly.
3: But I'll be done
2: in a second. I'm almost done. All the same. The, The priorities on this woman. Well, look, I recorded a podcast earlier today, and then I did my laundry, and here we are. So
3: th-
2: I still had a great time watching the episode, and I cannot wait to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So first things first, Naomi, uh, why this episode?
2: Didn't you tell me to watch this episode? I don't well, know. Me- I, I-, I I
0: think <laughs> this was a Naomi episode that you wanted, regardless, even if I. Said yes, I love has-
2: Meep. Meep was like a Meep was very visceral. I feel like. I saw Meep from a distance. You know, I was probably too old at this point to still be watching Phineas and Ferb, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Meep seems really funny." I never actually got to watch this episode, um, and it, it's a slam dunk. It's a perfect episode of Phineas and Ferb, and um, I love Meep. Like, I understand why everyone's obsessed.
0: Yeah, we absolutely.
2: Stand I was so Meep.
1: worried after after the last couple episodes, like the the one we recorded earlier today. I was like, "Am am I just being too critical?" is this show not as good as I thought it was? Was this whole podcast a bad idea? Are these all just going to be <clears throat> mediocre episodes? But then we get to this and I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm excited about this show again. I loved this episode.
0: This episode was fantastic. I mean, it, we got Balloonie in this episode. We got peak Doofenshmirtz. Meep was on fire. Like, I think they were hitting. They had to put in a couple snoozers so that we could like have this energy again. Um. Yeah. So let's get started with the recap. And let's Navi, do you have any sense memories of Meep growing up?
3: No, I remember this episode very vividly. I'm glad that we finally got around to covering it. I do think this is the best episode we've covered so far in season two. Ooh.
0: Easily. Oh, season two. Okay. Is it the best mm. episode overall?
1: It might be. It's close for me. It's yeah. up
0: there for sure. I think, I think It's About Time is still probably my favorite just because I've seen it the most. But, hmm. Another Naomi Calhoun special.
2: Woohoo! Uh, it's about time, really? Better than this? This it's is David drive. Williams. About... <laughs> you know, like this is David Williams in it, you know?
0: True, but It's About Time has Peter the Panda.
2: Oh, Peter the mm. Panda? I can't, I can't do this really <laughs> well. It's fine.
0: Peter the Panda robbed King from uh, Brand Steel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's get into the, the recap. So we started off the title card. Exterior, night, space, Lorenzo Lamas as Meep, episode thirty eight of the Chronicles of Meep, more than meeps the eye. So mm-hmm. this I just want to get your interpretation. So this is an episode of the Chronicles of Meep more so than an episode of Phineas and Ferb, right? Because like uh, this is from Meep's perspective, and then so this airs in Meep's home planet, or is it just like <laughs> a series of events?
1: Porque no less does.
0: <laughs> it, it, it can be both. Yes. Um, So then we go there and we go down to Earth. Phineas and Fur were playing remote control baseball Um, and they're they're throwing the ball back and forth. It's strike and Phineas then drops a don't judge a book by its cover and then Candace is immediately cut to her. She's judging all the books by their covers. Um, Oh, I just got that.
2: (laughs) That's funny.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Navi, as a book lover, did this offend you?
3: No, I am a sucker for a really pretty uh, cover for a book, so I get where Candace is coming from.
0: Yeah, they also look like library books, like the like the that you find in the stacks for research. The ones that she mm-hmm. had. So let's just be honest there. But Candice is judging the books, and Linda's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go help your father at the antique store. By the way, you have this male... Uh, it's a bungaroo thing, and she's like, "Oh my god, the bungaroos—they're amazing. Even the Bettys have one. I need to call Bun- I thought it was Bangaroo. Bangaroo, Bang- sorry, Bangaroo, Yeah, wrote, <laughs> Listen, my chicken scratch is sometimes illegible. Uh, but yeah, she drops a Betty's reference, and so she's gonna call Stacy. And Stacy, uh, this this had big avatar energy of the mishmash of the animals. Stacy got a bunny bear, which is adorable. And then Candace is like, "Yeah, I got a cow and a frog, senior frog." And then Navi, do you want to describe senior frog?
1: I think uh, she already did. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny.
2: <laughs> senior frog is an abomination.
0: <laughs> Listen, I would pick that Pokemon.
2: Im-
1: important question: uh, Is Candace a weeb?
0: I think she is because <laughs> in, the, in the Marvel episode, she she definitely is also into some like manga.
2: I feel like Candace is like, it's like the Tamagotchi phase or like a mm. webkins phase all rolled into one. But yeah, yeah I would yeah. buy it.
0: Did y'all ever buy the Club Penguin Puffins? I wanted one so bad, but my parents were like, no, why are we wasting money on this? Why Actually, we-?
2: yeah. my best friend bought me two Club Penguin, like stuffed penguins, although I would have loved a puffle. Um, and we were really, we were playing Club Penguin in like high school for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and... She bought me two of them, so it came with, like, money. So I was on, like, Club Penguin Premium for, like, a couple months, and it oh, ruled.
0: Yeah. The the Surf's changed. game, the best. The pizza game, amazing. Love- the fire I and ice Club game. I
2: Penguin. I was kind of um, sad. I've gone back and tried to make, like, a Neopets account sometimes, and it just doesn't hit the same, but, like, Club Penguin slaps.
0: Well, mm. RIP Club Penguin. Uh, also, uh, during the, the beginning of Zoom classes last April, uh, we got into this uh, – we started playing webkins in class, and then – we ended up in a group text of like 15 of the like 20 people in our class just talking about webkins and I could probably still find actually no, cause I have a new phone, but, uh, and then one of my friends brought this up recently. I was like, I forgot that we played webkins in class one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, so if you had to mishmash two animals, either avatar style or this kind of style, what, what two animals would you pick?
1: Ooh. Hmm.
2: Maybe like a platypus and a penguin make it like a platapenguin and like I don't know like something something that's got a distinct platapanda. Plata,
1: plata yeah, I, would, plata I panda. would I would I would put together a duck and a beaver and it get some animal that's got like the bill of a duck but the tail of a beaver. A semi aquatic mammal it, maybe? It'd look a lot like a platypus, really.
2: <laughs> Can you put Will backstage for <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
3: Wow.
2: gonna make me Uh, laugh every time
0: so yeah uh candace is like cows and frogs shouldn't date um well they
2: they would have to do more than date to produce that candace i think candace should be old (laughs) enough to know that shit how old is she like 16 yeah the parents have done a terrible job if she doesn't know how that works
0: (laughs) um but and then uh, phineas and ferb they're playing more remote control baseball speaking of like uh Base, uh, I don't know what I was going for there. Anyways, Phineas and Ferb are playing baseball and they crash Meep's ship. Um, and they're like, and Meep pops out and he's like, Meep. Um, so Phineas sorry, what was look- he like Felipe? Meep.
2: Right. Meep. Sorry. Got it. Meep. <laughs> Meep.
0: Meep. Um, Phineas and Ferb, they want to rebuild Meep's ship and reunite Meep with his dad, or so they think it's his dad. Um, it's so, literally the
2: least they could do. They straight up shot that kid out of the sky. Like, yeah. it's, the, it's the least they could do to rebuild his spaceship.
0: Exactly. No, that, common courtesy at least. Um, so, but then Candace comes outside with her bangaroo and Meep is there and they bond and she she's like, oh, it's a, it's a bangaroo that makes noise. Uh, but don't, don't interfere with my bangaroo convection. Um, and then Meep disappears, but not before running into Perry and they have a moment together. Um, honestly, I would watch the Meep mm. and Perry spinoff.
2: Who would win in a fight, Perry or Meep?
0: Meep, because Meep can shoot rainbows Meep. out of his mouth. Yeah, Meep. Meep's got that that cannon. Mm. Yeah,
1: but I don't I, know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Perry can can outsmart Meep in some way. I don't
0: know. I'm here to state that Meep is a queer icon. Go on. I mean, <laughs> Meep shoots rainbows out of his mouth.
1: That is true.
2: It's true.
0: And. Meep is the color of the trans flag. It's true. So, there Meep you go. is a queer icon. It's all
1: right there.
2: Has ben pride? What? Has you know, Meep gone to pride?
0: I mean, that's Ooh. maybe that's the Bangaroo convention.
1: Okay. Uh Meep is kind of a space cop,
0: though. No cops at
1: pride. Oh, no. I know, but oh, there are no. actually a lot of cops
0: at pride. Unfortunately. Mm. Perry and Meep they run into each other before Perry goes downstairs, and he's like, oh, Major Monogram has a mission. Doof has carpets that he's been stealing. Uh, By the way, uh, I'm hysterical because Carl has been my arms the whole time. Uh, Did you ever do this growing up?
2: All the time. All the time. We used to do this at at summer camp. Like, like as a performance. Which, in retrospect, I'm sorry to my parents for sitting through that, but... um yeah. okay here's what i want to talk about do you guys remember the spongebob episode of the international justice league of super acquaintances oh of course yeah, yes. the
0: Quickster.
2: right so first of all i was at for halloween one year at school very fun who but were you which
0: one the Quickster. i was i was
2: sandy cheeks obviously oh, okay. um and there is a photo of that i'll find it and tweet it somewhere but more importantly um whenever i see major monogram come on the screen The thing that I think of that's embedded into my brain, especially in this one with the arms, is like the make-out reef bit that the guy (laughs) on the TV would do during that episode of Spongebob. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, we want to turn off that part of your brain, but I can't. And I hate that about myself.
1: (laughs) Make-out reef.
0: Yeah. Yeah
2: do you not know what i'm talking about sorry
0: no i got a text about uh my parents were bothering me okay
2: well forget your parents did you watch something that scarred you too young like make out reef
0: uh jason the giant peach (laughs) Oh, uh yeah that scarred me when i was younger like two weeks younger as well um but anyways uh I did have. There was a group of guys in high school who dressed up as uh, the the evil people from that SpongeBob episode, and the dirty bubble costume sent me so much.
2: That's a really good idea.
0: Group costume next year. I'm Ooh. open. Yeah, Naomi, what's your costume this year?
2: So, um, just talked about this on the fish? Project Runway a pod. No, <laughs> um, I'm gonna be. Um, so my friends throw a pun Halloween party every year. So I'm gonna be um, Animal Crossing guard. It's tough because it's like nice. it's hard to phrase it. But I'm gonna be Tom Nook as a crossing guard. Aww. Yeah. So mostly love I'm gonna that. be Tom Nook.
0: Nice. Will's a big Animal Crossing guy, and Navi too. I what does that mean? No, you love you. You were in the Animal Crossing org. Ooh!
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I was. What a genius yeah. idea that was.
1: It was
0: fun. Did you cover it on live reality games?
2: <laughs> no, we should have. <laughs> I honestly, I made a tribal council in my island. Like, I was really just that bored during quarantine where I was like, alright, let's make tribal council. Nice.
0: Yeah. Um, back to the episode. So, uh, Doof has carpets, um, and that's, that's what he, uh, Perry's mission is. So, uh, Phineas continues to neg Isabella when she comes over, saying like, oh, Meep is the cutest person in the world. And she's like, um, but I'm cute. And I was offended for Isabella.
2: Isabella, find a man who respects you for who you are, girl.
1: I at least love that that she's so confident throughout this episode when every time Phineas brings up like, <laughs> oh, so something's throwing off the cute meter. Isabella's like, no, I know it's me. I'm the
0: cute one here.
1: I, 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 You gotta stay in that kind of confidence.
0: We love the self-love. Like, I wish I had some of that energy. I need to love myself as much as Isabella loves herself. Yeah.
2: Well, I but uh, I think a very funny like running joke is like every time Finn like, no, 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 it's not that. Shut up! Like, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. The negging. This man doesn't doesn't see what's in front of him. The disrespect. Rude. Yeah. You know who does see what's in front of him? Ferb when he sees Vanessa. But that's for later. Um. <laughs> so Stacy pulls up to the front yard, and Stacy's like, "Let's go, Candace." And Meep is there, and she's like, "Oh my God, you have a Meep!" And then Meep, Candace yeets Senor Frog into the trash and is like, Meep, you're my bangaroo now. Um, so Candace is like, Yeah, and Ferb decked him out with a, a voice box. Um, so then Meep canonizes Senor Fraug, um, burns him to a crisp. Uh, then As we he go. Should. Yeah, we go to...
2: He sends Senor Frog straight to hell.
0: <laughs> Where he belongs. Where he
2: fucking belongs.
0: Yeah. Um, we go to Doofenshmirtz Carpet Building. Or no, that's not how it went.
2: Doofenshmirtz Evil in Carpet Yeah,
0: sorry. Great job. Thank you, Naomi. This is why we need you for the puns.
2: It's fine, it's fine. You know, you, you have Will, so I don't know why you need me, but it, it's fine.
0: Because we need we need to balance out the fire signs with the earth signs in this call.
1: I I realized so on on our last recording I was I was hesitant to say what my other Halloween costume was, but I realize now that this episode will air, air like after. after I've already worn it, so I can I can give it away. Yes. Uh, so I what I was wearing earlier. I your frog. Uh no. <laughs> um. I have a a long black sleeve t shirt, and then um black long sleeve t-shirt that's how the those words go black long sleeve shirt um and then these uh gray i i couldn't find cargo pants and i also said gray when i meant to say oh, green be i'm beautiful. off to a great i'm off, i'm off to a great start are you going to be
2: kim possible are you going to be Buford? almost
1: almost <laughs> black long sleeve shirt green chino pants i've got a like a utility belt that came from a batman costume long red wig and a bowl of penne pasta. Oh, you're
2: doing the Demi. I'm, doing, I'm doing one
0: of the Demi things. I'm
1: doing Good the Kim pasta bowl. Yeah. I love
0: it. Naomi, uh, uh, you didn't listen to our September 21st episode, I assume, but we'll plug uh, the Demi uh, every...
2: Of course. I- I've been a fan of Demi for so long. Like, Electro mm. Lemon on Vine, absolute icon. Like, I- I've loved him so much. Uh... And he is just one of the funniest comedians out there. Him and Gabe Gundacker are, like, two yes. of my, like, future yes. husbands. And uh, when people don't know who they are, it's a real shame. I was saying yeah. to my boyfriend last night, you know how, like, for the Eternals advertising, they've been putting, like, you know, like, Tango and like, the photo of, you know, whoever it is. I wish they would, someone just would edit it that style and put, like, Michi.
0: Zadea's
1: like, Michi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's not going to happen. And uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs>
0: Text from Agent Norris, Meep is not a queer icon, according to him, and I would like to throw hands.
2: I mean, look, I, I'm not going to speak for the whole community, uh, but uh, Meep, to me, is just fabulous. Especially the rainbow. Meep parks. is a
0: bisexual icon. I will speak for the community. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, we go back, and he Boof explains that he... He, well, first, he static electricity shocks uh, Perry the platypus and calls him Puffy the Fuzzy Puss, um, with, and then throws him against the wall, <laughs> William. Uh, and then he goes through why he has the carpeting. It's like, listen, I have a lot of backstories. We don't have time to get into all my emotional trauma today, but you are a good therapist, Perry. But let's hit the highlights of this emotional backstory. So he was, my favorite part was, he was raised by ocelots. Because his parents abandoned nope. him, that was my favorite part. Um, and then, so he like goes through everything, and he talks about how uh, he went to the carnival. He smelled like pork. He took a balloon, um, and he gave him a face, named him Balloony, signed it, um, and put a smell on him. So, or like uh, a uh, stay fresh forever thing, like uh, uh, fresh spray,
1: like a last long lasting
2: spray. spray. Yeah,
0: that's what it's. Yeah, yeah um so that he takes him home and then he's holding on to the he's doing his duties as a long gnome um and then Balloony starts flying away and he can't grab him because he moves his hand and then the the dad is like nope uh in in uh gimelstump language
2: well i have to say that something about Phineas and ferb that i love so much is like the lasting power because like i remember like spongebob and all these cartoons really well but Phineas and ferb when he flashed back to the gnome, you know, I haven't watched that episode in a long time, but I remembered like, oh yeah, he was made to be a garden gnome. And like, that's fucked up. But I remembered that. And I think Vinius and Ferb really should be remembered as one of the top tier cartoons, if only for the fact that like, it has the iconic moments that you remember from other shows, like it, they're all built in here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I got to ask, Navi, thoughts on Balloonie?
3: Uh, spoiler alert, uh, Balloony is, uh, an honorable mention for, uh, uh, the, uh, the Who Won the Episode, the MVP Character Award, so that should tell you all you need to know. I'm a big Balloony fan. Uh, I kind of was surprised at how creepy he looked. Like, I don't remember him being that creepy when I was little, mm-hmm. little but I don't know about you guys.
2: Yeah, Balloony should be blasted to hell just, like, seeing her <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: but balloony is iconic.
1: Iconic like, and, and creepy as William, hell are not yeah.
0: mutually exclusive. <laughs> William has been referencing balloony at least since season two started, if not earlier. Um, and he's been so excited, and I'm I'm just so I think the balloony runner, like my favorite part of the episode is the Colin balloony showdown at the end. Um, but we get we so he wants the static electricity. So all the balloons come to him. Um, so yeah. So we go back. Ferb is tricking out the ship while uh, Phineas and Isabella are searching for Meep. Um, he tricks it out. There's a banger of a song. Uh, he fights. There's like a spaceship battle with uh, Mitch, uh, aka mm-hmm. Meep's dad. Um, Mitch, then... voiced by voiced by the great David Mitchell. Mm-hmm. A- One of David Mitch. Oh, yeah. I've told the story about how, when I was in summer camp, I changed my name to, I told everyone my name was Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that story. Have I told that story? Uh, I, was it because you uh, wanted to be, like, Mitchell Musso? No, it was because uh, I was, like, insecure about having a Lat- Latino name. Mm. And then, so I went, and then for a week, and then, like, it was inspired by Mitchell Musso, because I'm like, okay, give me some, like, a name that I like. Yeah, I was
2: like, well, there's no denying that it was inspired by <laughs> Mitchell Musso. i like, Felipe. <laughs>
0: But then, and then the year later, I went back, and then someone was like, "Mitch, what's up?" I'm like, "Who the fuck are you talking?" Oh, that's me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's either that uh, or Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Lucas? Uh, wait, let me see. Uh, uh Moises.
2: <laughs> Moises. That's not. That's not better. <laughs> You're looking for a less Latin name. It's not Moises. Jake T.
0: Jake uh, T. Austin. No. Um, Jake T. Austin. Yeah. Uh, br- uh You guys should
2: do like a Brant deal of like annoying little brother characters.
0: Hmm. Hunger Games. Uh,
2: Hunger Game style. Yeah. Why, Both Naomi? Do, does it? Does it relate? Like, Is it
0: relatable to no. you as someone who hung out with me and Jacob in New York? Uh, annoying little brother characters.
2: Yeah, I would I would classify both you and Jacob as annoying little brother characters. Um, I think
1: I think it needs to be a a big brother brand deal, and we call it little brother.
0: <laughs> little brothers,
2: oh, wait, they, they're and like, related. Out of out of nowhere, just like Max from Max and Ruby is like. <laughs> he's I'm the worst. Max and Does Ruby and have parents Ruby? this week? <laughs> God, I don't think they think do. They
0: were born. <laughs> Well, I guess
1: the rabbits. Think their
2: parents are dead. I think they've just been trying to sustain on their own, and CPS has not checked in on them.
0: <laughs> Will could be both in the Little Brothers tribe and in the Big Brothers tribe. It's
1: middle No, child, middle, middle
2: children don't count. You're, yeah. you, you don't get to be either or. You are your own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, middle,
1: yeah. Being a middle child is, is a separate you're a big thing. Middle child I get the benefits of, of neither.
2: Child. Yes. You're just cursed, yeah. you're in purgatory. Murgatory. Murgatory.
0: <laughs> I like what you said about Murgatory. Um, so, speaking of Naomi, I, don't, I know you've been busy and you haven't listened to podcasts, but you have to listen to Will's Wandoff about Heather. Featuring I Jennifer listened, Coolidge. I
2: listened to the Wandoff, but I was also like on a run for work, so I wasn't absorbing it fully.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Was, yeah, was on the, the one with the,
0: Jennifer Coolidge? The Treasure by Bruno Mars?
2: Oh, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't hear that one. Did I? Like, I, think, I, I it think it was, it, the, it was last the last one they played. Okay, then I I haven't gotten to it yet.
1: Okay, cool, cool, okay, cool. Okay,
2: cool, that sounds fucking hilarious. Because look, I, no offense to the Wand Offers, they're probably not going to hear it. They were middling. They were pretty middling. I would say the other ones. So I'm very excited to listen to that.
0: Yeah, Sam was robbed. You heard it here first. Um, and you won't hear it here last because I'll say it every week. <laughs> um, so they they end up going back to uh. Oh, Oh, Ferb is flying around, and he scoots past Vanessa, and he backs the fuck up, because it's like, hey, baby, what's up?
2: Uh, We're skipping over a very traumatizing moment here, Felipe. Although, I will say, yes, we ship Vanessa and Ferb in this household. Um, Ferb's skin comes off, and his whole skull is out. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, I was (laughs) taking notes, and then I looked up, and I was like, ew. And then I looked back at my notes, I'm like, I'm just gonna finish writing what I was writing. (laughs) Hated that. Yeah, that, that's scary. SpongeBob did that in one episode, too.
2: Oh, don't even get me started on that. Sponge. When he shaves his sponge off, I don't even want to... Well, you missed
0: out the Perry the Platypus, uh, the naked Perry the Platypus moment from the last episode that gave me the heebie-jeebies.
2: I'm afraid to Google naked Perry the Platypus, but
0: I want to know. <laughs> All his fur came off in a suckinator thing. Oh, yeah. No. But anyway, so... Uh, yeah, Candace, Candace goes to the Bangaroo convention. It's dope as fuck. Um, I would go 10 out of 10 would recommend based on this, this experience, uh, this, this the visuals. Um, but Meep tries to kick the mascots who are dressed kind of like M- Mitch, and then they're security guards, in which I say a cab. Um, and Candace gets banned from Bangaroo because Meep also n uh declothes them in some capacity with his canonizer. Um and to which I say again, ACAB. Uh
2: Bro, fuck those two security guards booting out Candace for no reason. Yeah. They were also I hope like, they go to you hell. Dumb
0: child, you dropped your toy. Like the disrespect. I was not about it. So, anyways, uh, Phineas and Ferb get caught in a tractor beam as Candace is going home with Meep. And uh, Meep uh, shows the photos to Candace. Is like, oh, that's not your dad. That's a mugshot. Oh. Navi. Question. Would you have considered the first photo a mugshot or would you have thought it was his dad? I would have thought it was his dad.
3: He looked really nice. Yeah. Because he was smiling in it. And, like, I don't know, the background didn't look like a typical mugshot. The bottom had a barcode,
1: you know? though. The bottom had what I assume was his I name. I
3: it was just like...
1: Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, I thought it was a like uh, prison number. The mustache was very inviting. Uh, I
0: have never heard of a mustache being inviting. <laughs> That is not a verb I that I would use. You, you're
1: uh, uh, talking to the wrong people, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I love your mustache, but I wouldn't say it's inviting. Oh wow! Mm.
2: Controversial. Okay. Are you t-
0: Naomi's mustache? Just gonna... Now that's inviting. How <laughs> <Sorry.
2: laughs> dare!
1: Put you um, backstage. <laughs> I don't think you can.
0: Um. So we go, so Phineas and Ferb are abducted. Big Mitch introduces himself as Mitch. Some people call him Big Mitch. Uh, and More like Big, big Bitch. Naomi's <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, nope, man.
2: Will. <laughs> I mean, Mitch is a bitch to be fair. Um I was no, I was just thinking about David Williams and how much I love him and how much we should do a would I lie to you Renap episode, yes. but like it never gets sold the right way. It would work perfectly on Renap. Mm-hmm. And yet we keep misfiring. But our our numbers are growing. You need it's to you, it. Yeah, it's not it, it it's us and then it's Grace and then nobody else.
0: <laughs> you have Akiva's DMs open. You can you can you can hit him up with that.
2: I've pitched it before. Trust me, I've pitched it before. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's all right. We'll get yeah. there eventually. Also, so, uh uh
1: David Mitchell's wife, uh Victoria Corin Mitchell, who hosts uh Only Connect, and now she's on Taskmaster too. She's great.
2: Oh, Only Connect is a great show. If you yeah, guys I love ever, Only like, Connect. Yeah, if you're ever bored on YouTube, like Only Connect is such like a satisfying little like thing to have on is Is it the
0: puzzle platform. one? Mm-hmm. That they played on the B&B one time and it was like super complicated. Oh, no,
1: that was... Oh, uh, well, on the B&B, maybe.
0: With Miles Nye? Oh, I'm not sure. I was like oh, very yeah. confused, but... No, that...
2: that only Connect is a game where basically there are four images or sequences or like words or, you know, whatever. And you have to figure out what the connection between all four of them are. So mm-hmm. it could be like... It could start out with like... Reverse Family Feud? No, it's like you could start out with like Ginger... And then uh something, 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 and then it'll you know, it could be ginger baby, and then you'd realize it's the Spice Girls, but like it's more complicated than that. Okay. Like I don't know how to explain it. Okay. It is
1: it is one of the hardest game shows yes. to, to get something right, which also means it's the most satisfying when you actually figure something out.
0: It's it's an it's a very fun show. So once we get Will on Jeopardy, we can get Will on Only Connect. I gotta okay, move I gotta right. move first, but yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, So, speaking of connections, uh, Phineas and Ferb and Isabella are like, no, this is a misconnection. We're going to go hang out with the aliens Uh, instead. I don't know if that transition worked, but I tried. We tried. Candace and Meep are talking, and Meep is like, the baseball. And Candace is like, huh? And then Meep is like, you know what? Give it to me. I'll do it. And he, like, joysticks it. And then he's like, okay, see how it works. And then later they get on a bicycle using all those baseballs to skyrocket to the spaceship um, yeah.
2: I thought this was a super funny episode like Phineas and Ferb is a funny show but like you know the stuff with like Ferb getting swatted around by uh, you know the hand that like Phineas was controlling to this moment where like Candace and Meep have their sort of charades I thought this was so yeah. like I was laughing every <laughs> And time. There were some
0: fun lines like when uh, Phineas is like he talks more than Ferb but he only says Meep <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so, anyways, we go back to Doof, who is now dressed as a sock. Will, did you write down the name of the inator? Um, maybe it's on the wiki. Uh, it was.
1: He is it was as something sock. like the static something amplify inator.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I it's... saw someone. I saw someone on TikTok uh, recreate this costume that Doofenshmirtz is wearing. Wait, I was gonna really? say if you that don't go with their... Nigel Thornberry next that was year, their you could go Halloween with... costume. Was this big sock thing? That's silly.
0: I saw a TikTok where someone wore this deranged Phineas cone nose that Naomi sent me. I sent you? Yeah. Yeah, Naomi sent it to me. Um, Navi, we got to get you on the TikTok now that Twitter doesn't want you.
2: Oh, I would love Navi on TikTok.
3: Yeah, but I wouldn't know what to TikTok about.
2: You don't have to, also, you don't have it's to like make
3: very, a don't TikTok.
0: Know. It's just like, fun to watch.
3: Yeah, but I don't know. It's, like, very intimidating because, like, it's just, like, all at once at you, you know? Like, there's just a yeah. bajillion things, and I get really mm-hmm. distracted easily. I'm like, I'm deleting this <laughs> off my phone.
0: I like disassociating into TikToks.
2: Felipe, well, put it up on the screen. I I screenshotted it.
0: What? I can't Check do that out. on, on, uh, because I don't have screenshot. No, StreamYard. Put it up. Oh, here. Send it to me on Twitter.
2: I'm literally sharing my screen right now. This is so uninteresting for the podcast. How do you
0: share screen on Screen Nerd? I, it,
2: it's backstage. It's backstage. Scroll down. It's backstage. Settings. No, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. Forget this. Okay. <laughs> <We're the best laughs> to go soon.
0: We got we to gotta speed this up. Um, so yeah, Candace, Candace and Meep, they end up in space. Candace chases the kids through the alien stuff. Meanwhile, Meep confronts Mitch. Uh, Doof does his little shimmy around the carpet area, and all the balloons come through. All the clowns are crying, as they should. Fuck clowns. Um, And Doof does say that the technical side of evil is very underappreciated in society.
2: As he's rubbing his butt on some carpet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was moonwalking at some point too, which was very impressive. I feel
0: like Doof can turn it out at the club. Do you think Doof throws it back?
2: (laughs) I I want to delete this episode.
0: <laughs> um. But anyways, uh, uh they it's, all the balloons show up. They take Perry and Doof up to the skyship and interrupts Meep and Mitch's confrontation. Uh, and Doof is like, "Oh, I understand what's happening here. This is a nemesis. I have one too. I don't want to interrupt. I will show myself out." He goes, hits the elevator button, and who does he see? Balloony. The betrayal. And then he's like, Balloony. And he's like, Come on, Balloony, let's go home. And Mitch is like, Nah, that's Colin. Who the fuck is Balloony? He's like, No, this is Balloony. He has my name signed on him. I gave him his face. And Colin's like, That is a birthmark. And he's like, Okay, Balloony, pick a side. And Balloony stays because Balloony is a balloon. The betrayal of the century. Yeah.
2: Balloony, you disrespectful bastard. That man gave you life. And you did this to him.
0: Balloony went and emancipated himself. And so at least Doof is like, you know what, Balloony? I don't need you anymore. You were my best friend, but I have a better best friend. He listens to me. He is a therapist. He's a great listener. My best friend is Perry the Platypus, and Perry the Platypus walks by and kicks Doofus out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, save me, or whatever. Uh, but we go back to Phineas and Ferb, uh, and Phineas is like, oh my God, Something's happening with the cuteness meter. And Isabella's like, you know, my I'm right here. I'm very cute. And Phineas is like, oh, I took that into account, how cute you are when I made this. Like, It shouldn't interfere. See, this is what happens if I change the settings and let it interfere, and then the thing breaks. Um, so Phineas does care about Isabella, I guess.
1: Isabella getting all the validation here that she deserves throughout love the episode. Reassurance and validation.
0: We love that. Um, so Candace unlocks Meep. Oh yeah. So Meep is trapped in a thing because of, uh, of Mitch and Mitch is about to obliterate the children and Candace is like, not so fast. She takes the baseball thing and pops Meep's lock out and Meep jumps out, kicks some ass, takes the mustache from, uh, Mitch and thanks everyone. He's like, I'm an intergalactic space buster for scoundrels. And Candace is like, "Oh, you bust people too, just like me." And that she, he was like, "That's why we bonded, because we both love Bustin.
1: As yeah. as the great uh, uh, Ray Parker Jr. once said, Bustin, bustin makes me feel good."
2: Very good. There you go. Amen.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Meep. What did I write? Oh, oh, the alien comes out. Meep's mother-in-law is the alien. So Kenneth's like, I will never judge a book by its cover again. Full circle moment. The mother-in-law comes out, Candace yeets out of there, and Meep is like, listen, that's my mother-in-law, so let's run. You probably um, love your mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, and then we Ooh. get the we get the credits, uh, which is Chronicles of It's a teaser for Chronicles of Meep, episode forty, Meepless in Seattle. Meepless in Seattle. I think Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson need to cover on. 90 shows.
1: Well, Meepless in Seattle is a Phineas and Ferb episode in season three. Yes, like that. So.
0: that we will watch that eventually. We definitely, I, I, I hope. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll reach out to them, see if we want to do like a pod on pod sort of thing. Is Sleepless in Seattle a 90s movie or is it early 2000s? No, it's... it's
2: a,
1: it's, it's a movie they already covered
0: once, yeah, yeah, they did. We can do another one.
2: <laughs> um. One of my favorite bits my friends ever did was they did a um, a Twitter where it was movies without the S, and so they did like Iple in Seattle. Like <laughs> it, it just like it's the dumbest idea possible, but it's so funny when you think about it. For like like Jaw, you know, like it, it's just it's, it's so dumb. <laughs> Wait, what going.
0: was the theme? Movies, movies without, the, without S? the S. And that was a Jule-
2: Halloween party. No, 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 that was like a, a Twitter they made. They would just oh. tweet movie names without S's in it. Chula uh,
1: okay.
0: of Rock.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, good. Anyways, do we have any thoughts on the episode before we take a break for feedback? Uh good
2: song, right? Like yeah. I had a I had a blast. I think I love that there was a a, a sort of a, a teaser at the end for next time on. Like great.
1: Yeah. I I loved everything about this episode.
0: I did too. Navi. Let's give you the floor. What do you wanna what do you want to talk about with this episode before you have the dip?
3: No, I really enjoyed the episode as well. I do think this is probably the best episode of Phineas and Ferb we've watched so far. Like having not so much more so listening to you guys talk through it and me just like being like, Yeah, that was a really good moment. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so uh yeah, that's about it for me. Um on in terms of the Episodes, you can go on with the. Uh, yeah, well, feedback. Navi,
0: where can people not keep up with you, and what's a popular
3: <laughs> <plug>? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can uh, not follow me on Twitter at because I'm Navi. Um, as for a pop culture plug, uh, seeing as how our guest here uh, worked on uh, this project, I actually watched uh, Survivor New York season four uh, about a, like a few weeks ago. I loved it so much, especially like once they got to the swap. Like I felt like the season really picked up after that. Um, I don't want to say anything else in case you haven't watched it, but I love Andrea. Wow. She was my favorite on that season.
2: <laughs> One of the funniest people I know. I- Navi, thank you so much. Do have me all of your thoughts. I want to know. Well, you can't now because you're not on Twitter. But uh, send me <laughs> all of your thoughts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can. I can give you Naomi's number if you want, Navi. Ring, ring. Okay. Yeah. Um, Navi, have a lovely dinner, and uh, we miss you already. And. Yeah. yeah I'm we'll gonna take a quick
3: go and uh, my box for, for like yes. a few hours. We're mm-hmm. gonna
0: take a quick musical break, and then when we come back. We will do feedback, which Navi has sent us already. So Navi (laughs) will be heard.
3: Yes. When I like my afterburners, I'm a bullet whizzing by. I'm 0-60 light years in the blink of an alien eye. I'm in a shaking, bacon steak. Space, yeah. I can bank you through a nebula and swing shot through the sun. Don't look no further, bet cause you know I'm number one. I'm top that flame that bob that feel you got to trick it out. Whatever you're your. Digging my ride from out of space.
2: You know you're digging it, baby.
3: My ride from out of space. My ride from outer space. My ride from out of space. My ride from out of space. a strange alien
0: world. And we are back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a great transition. That song cracked me up. The musical break was was the funniest we've had so far. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Yeah, I've got some feedback. Uh, so so some emails from from Giovanni. Is Mitch the funniest name for a villain, or the silliest name for a villain? I think Dirty Bubble is up there. Dirty Bubble's funny. I yeah, I think the the SpongeBob villains really have have some funny names.
2: Sheldon, or Big Bass, whatever his name is. No, I think Mitch is a hilarious name. Like. Mitch is, like, when you name, like, a dog a human name. Craig. Like, your dog's yeah. in, like, Kevin or something, you know? Shout but, out to my
0: friend Eduardo and my friends Eduardo and Meredith, who have a cat named Craig. Yeah,
2: exactly. Very, very funny. Um, And so I think Mitch is a perfect, absolutely correct, perfect name for a villain.
0: Big mm-hmm. Mitch or Mitch? Which one do you prefer?
2: Just Mitch.
1: I think Mitch is much funnier than Big Mitch.
2: Yeah.
0: Big Mitch is too close to Big Meech. <laughs> I mean... He kind of was acting like Big Mitch at the end when he got his mustache taken. Yeah. yeah. Um
1: would you would you all watch a a Meep and Big Mitch spin-off
0: show? Absolutely. I would probably watch that before the next episode of, I Ferb. Yeah, uh,
2: Meep Mee- versus Mitch reminds me a lot of like Stitch, like Lilo and Stitch, like Stitch versus like the Galactic Federation, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of or Buzz um, Lightyear the Gantu? TV show. Captain Gantu. What? The so Buzz
0: Lightyear TV show, the 2D one?
2: I have, I have, I am ignoring that. I am not letting that permeate my brain. I am Buzz
0: your two D TV show from like back in the day.
2: Oh no, 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 no! no. Not, no,
0: not I'm the Chris pre- the Buzz as Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear show. Chris Evans. No, that's a movie. And also, yes, uh, Chris Evans.
1: Yeah. Sorry, wrong, wrong. Chris voicing a beloved childhood character of mine. Yeah, that that, that thing about. is not
2: taking up space in my brain. No, I did love the um, <laughs> I love the kids show and like. somebody posted that on, like, TikTok or, like, Twitter or something, like, this would be an iconic costume. And it would. Like, there are so many great 90s, 2000s kid shows that would be, like, perfect costumes.
0: Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Legion of Doom on the Brazilian Dragon, each going as a classic 90s or Zillennial cartoon uh, Halloween costume uh, with Nicole as Bob the Builder, myself as Danny Phantom, and Jacob as Leonardo the Ninja Turtle. Oh, no. Nice. (laughs) Okay, uh, him wearing a Ninja Turtle onesie.
1: <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, costumes, John John tweeted at us: uh, "Is Meep a good costume for a pet?" Yeah, hundred
0: percent. I think it's a perfect costume for a pet.
1: Put your cat. Tell Xander a to put, put his
0: cat. uh put his uh cat in the in the Meep costume next year. Especially if, especially if you, especially if you have like
1: Xander, a yeah. um like a white cat.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like like my brother has a cat um who is my niece. Uh, but that's not as funny as um as like a, an all white cat. I did get a photo of the cat today. Here, she kind of uh, she could be a Meep, but also Meep doesn't technically have ears. Like he takes the hat off, and it's like she she she's not all white. Like you need like your pure white cat to like be Meep for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I can make my cat I, be like Nibbler or something. That'd be funny.
1: I think Jay's cat Tony would be great for a, a yeah.
2: Good Jay, take our advice.
1: Yeah. Um, um I think that's all the feedback I have.
0: Cool, 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 cool. Should we get into our our shenanigans that we do?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh so so I guess I guess uh we don't need to answer this question because usually this question is for Navi. Is this better than reading? Uh Navi says this is not better than reading. Uh uh going on a space adventure because it's it's too much effort. <laughs>
0: We love that. Classic mountain. um
1: What was what was the so the title of the song in this episode, My Ride from Outer Space. Uh what kind of what kind of playlist would you put this song on?
0: Like a hype playlist, maybe.
2: Yeah, this is know. like uh getting ready. If you're in the car, you're you're blasting this shit. It's a bop. Mm-hmm. Um is it like the best song Phineas and Ferb has ever produced? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Um that's gitchy gitchy goo, and we all know that. But um, no i'm just kidding not to will (laughs) will says simp it squirrels my pants obviously yeah um but i do think that this is a good song it's on the hype playlist you know
0: Mm -hmm. agreed
1: i think it's a good driving song oh yeah um let's see pass or fail on this this innater i had it i had it a second ago and i clicked away from it 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 would impress his professor does does this
0: impress his professor definitely he got all the balloons in the tri-state area
1: i think the the commitment to the full sock costume and the the moonwalk i i think it impresses me
0: it it does it would, it would impress press impress, impress uh, dr havarlik
1: yeah uh, so let's let's go into the the spreadsheet portion of of this uh, of this feedback segment Yes, so let's
0: just uh, recap for Naomi. So uh, I will try to screen share here. So uh, yeah, so we
1: we have we have five tiers. Uh, so instead of A through F, we have from top to bottom. Our top tier is the Queen of Mars tier, uh, followed by the Yummy 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 tier, uh, then the Okay tier, then Satellite Fell to Earth, and then the Actively Bad episodes are in the Busted tier. Um. And I think we're I think we're probably all in agreement on this one. Can you see this, uh, Naomi? Yes. Navi Navi sent us an email before she left um, that this episode is of course top tier, Queen of Mars tier, uh, best episode we've seen so far. Um, yeah. And I I think I agree with that too. This is my favorite. Maybe not even just in season two. I think this is the best episode we've seen. End of
0: sentence. I I would need to marinate on that.
2: Hot take. I mean, I agree with you, Will, on the idea that this is absolutely a tippy top tier episode of Phineas and Ferb. It's got what I I think what I love most about Phineas and Ferb is it captures that part of cartoons that is like anything can happen. Things are going to get weird. Characters are interesting to look at. They're fun. We're going on wild adventures. And I love that about this episode. It is like Mm -hmm. a top tier episode.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree that it's top tier, and that's also why I put it in the Queen of Mars tier or the Memento tier, top Memento tier. Um, just for some housekeeping, we still have nothing in the Busted tier, which I think is a good sign so far. Um, so Yeah, I, I think if we were doing these tiers
1: in the first season, I can think of maybe two episodes that would have been in that that bottom tier. I think we're kind of reserving it for the ones that we actively don't like. True. Um, That's fair. So if an episode's just like boring, it's probably that that next to bottom tier. But yeah. the yeah the the problematic ones are are in the bottom tier, and and luckily we haven't gotten any of those so far this this season.
0: We love that. Yeah. So, uh, our, Okay. So should we move on to who won season two? Yeah. So
1: yeah. Navi says that uh Big Mitch wins this episode. Um, <sighs> she gave an honorable mention to Balloony slash Colin. Um, but, but she gave the, the point to Mitch here.
0: Love that. Um, am I going next, or should we give it to our guest? Naomi. I do who
2: you think wins the episode, Felipe.
0: Okay, well, first things first, I got to ask my requisite question. Can I give Nosy the point? Of course not. Fuck, okay. Uh, so I will be giving the point to Meep because Meep was the star. Meep got things done meep was adorable and meep was voiced by lorenzo Lamas.
1: yeah i forgot to mention how much i loved that bit where like they they started off the episode telling you meep is voiced by lorenzo Lamas, and then you get to the episode and the only word meep ever says is just meep in in the very high-pitched voice and you're like did they really get lorenzo Lamas just to make this one sound uh, and then at the end, he you know puts on the mustache translator, and it actually is Lorenzo Lamas, who really like twisted the twist. But uh, I thought that was a really
0: really funny bit. I, I agree. Um, so, do we will who who did you give your point to?
1: Uh, I I think I alluded to this earlier that uh, I I loved Isabella's confidence in this episode, her knowing that she's the cutest one around. Uh, finally getting the validation at the end mm. where where Phineas had already like calibrated the system for her cuteness. Um, I, I gave it to Isabella here.
0: We love that. Um, And then Naomi, be our first guest to put a point on the board.
2: I got to say the MVP of this episode is Meep. Because, first of all, Phineas and Ferb and Isabella were just running around that fucking spaceship being like, oh, we're just going to go over here. We're just going to go over here. Like, you guys are so dumb. Like, don't you know what danger is when it's literally looking you in the face? And Meep saves their butts. Honorary mention mentioned to Candace, who also uh, puts together how to help her brothers and realizes it's not even worth trying to bust them. She's just got to help the good of humanity. Loved it for Candace, but Meep for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, RIP Balloony for not never getting a point, but uh, it, it had to be done because he yeah. deserved it.
2: Balloony's creepy
1: it. as hell. Mhm. Amen. He'll be back in season 3, I think. Okay. But uh, you know, I I think Balloony is iconic, but iconic as like I don't know, a, he is more a plot device than he is a character.
0: That's very fair. Um and as let's just state it for the record. Balloony is not as creepy as the fucking bugs from James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Wait, say that, um, Sorry, say that
2: again. I was reading something.
0: Oh, Balloony is not as creepy as any of the characters in James and the Giant Peach. Correct. Yeah. Um, but that about does it for our episodes, so to, right? To
1: recap our, our rankings right now, Doofenshmirt's still way in the lead. With seven total points, uh, Candace, Perry the Platypus, Isabella, and Stacy all have three points. We love that Isabella um,
0: went from having zero at the beginning of this day to having to now being ahead of Ferb and Jenny. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, Jenny, we never see Jenny. We, <laughs> the one episode we saw Jenny in in the season is the episode she got points. Uh, yeah. Ferb, Ferb, Jenny, uh, Doofenspritz's ex-girlfriend and Meep all have two points. <laughs> And then wait, there's, wait. Uh, there's a bunch of people with one.
0: Doofinchmortz's ex-girlfriend who broke up with him and married a whale yeah, has two points, just for Naomi to, to understand.
1: I mean, th- that episode was not very good. Everyone else kind of sucked in that episode.
0: Yeah, I gave it to the baby turtles.
2: <sighs>
0: Anyways, do we have any final thoughts on this shenanigans?
2: Um, I just want to tell everybody to check out What I Lie to You or check out um, anything David Mitchell does. He's a hilarious British comedian, and and, uh, I love that he was the voice this episode.
0: We love that. Um, Yeah. Uh, So definitely check out those recommendations from Naomi. Speaking of Naomi recommendations, Naomi, what else do you have going on in the streets of the world of the podcast, of social media?
2: Well, myself. Nicole Horn, the icon, and Gia Worthy are covering this season of Project Runway for Silent Podcasts. It is mm. awesome. It is so much fun. I love talking to them. Um, we are in episode three, which is a Halloween episode. We just recorded it this morning. Um, I-, I-, I love that podcast. It's so much fun to do. And uh, as Navi said, you can check out Survivor New York four. We worked really hard on it, and it's so much fun. Um, other than that. Uh, I don't know. Um, I've liked a lot of things. What else do you world. have
0: going on once a month?
2: Oh yeah, we're doing Naomi movies. Do you yes. not? Do people not know that if you're subscribed to this podcast, you should be subscribed to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast? I would highly doubt that. But if there's that one person out there, mm-hmm. correct your shit.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, and where can people keep up with you on the Twitter?
2: At Naomi Calhoun. I love that.
0: Uh, and a pop culture plug.
2: Um, I don't know. Watch Dairy Girls or something. Um, <gasps> I think you plugged at like last time shows. too? I know, but it's like it, it's one of my favorite shows. Like it really is, just like um, such a fun, uh, fun, fun TV show, and I love it. And I think about it all the time.
0: We <laughs> love to see it. You know, William. United. What about you? What do you have on every one of their brother?
1: Uh so sometime soon I don't know when this episode is releasing so so we'll have a a Halloween special talking about some ghoulish foods a a twist on our uh old podcast foolish foods where we talk about some ghoulish foods that are weird Halloween foods um that'll be coming out soon you can follow me anywhere at davis Comma Will, uh or that podcast at eatb podcast uh that's been a lot of fun uh, pop culture wise, uh, Naomi mentioned Gabe Gundacker earlier. Uh, so I'm going to plug his. I think it might have been my introduction to him, if not some of his vines. Um, his album that he made in 2016 called I Want to Meet Richard Dreyfus. Ah. It, it's an album on Spotify that's got like 10 songs in it about how he wants to meet Richard Dreyfus. And uh, it's very funny. Uh, Was it so Richard Dreyfus in
2: James
0: of the Giant Peach?
2: Yes, he was. He was the voice of the Centipede. Um,
0: he was in Jaws!
2: <laughs> he was in Jaws! And also, Gabe Gundacher Jaws. also did a whole uh, album of, um, he made different songs for, like, other Wii Sports that don't yeah. exist. So, like Wii, bol- like, Wii Croquet and Wii Snorkeling. Th- that music is so good, so people should mm. go listen to that album,
0: too. Yeah. Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> but better. Exactly. Um... And then you can catch me on the Brazilian Dragon podcast. Uh, we do Scooby Snacks and Chats. We do the Neo movies. We're doing a sex education podcast tomorrow with AJ Norris and Caitlin Glacken, which I'm super about excited the show. About. Yes, but also if you have questions about that, probably better than whatever than many schools in the country, we could probably give you better sexual education, uh, Sri. Um, than many. I don't know what
2: Candace is getting. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, so just some fun shenanigans on the Brazilian dragon. Also, we're delayed because of my move, but Kate Evans and I, we're going to continue the tradition every October this year, November. We're going to continue our tradition of talking about the Halloween Town movies. So, Halloween Town High will be a podcast that we drop mm. in early November, hopefully. Um, apologies for the delay, but a cross country move is no joke. So, <sighs> And Kate is also uh, busy as well, so that that is something that I'm excited to talk about in terms of pop culture plugs. um, Last night I watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion and it was a fun time with my friend, and then we watched the real Haunted Mansion uh, movie with Eddie Murphy so watch those if you're feeling spooky God,
2: that is such a classic i
0: did i text you or did i say to my friends i need to text naomi and then not text you about the haunted mansion last <laughs> night
2: is it deranged I, I think i remember it being Durange. i
0: i we didn't watch the whole thing because then we were talking a lot um i my friend is watching survivor south pacific um and she has hilarious commentary about brandon about uh semhar about <laughs> stacy like she's watching south pacific it is a trip so i i asked her all my questions. Um, she really wants Jim to lose, and spoiler: alert, uh, she might listen to this. So maybe I won't spoil it. But
2: don't spoil it. But
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, do we have a hashtag
0: for this episode?
2: Um, hashtag Meep is a queer icon, obviously. hashtag
1: you go. Meep
0: is a queer icon. William.
1: Until next time, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy.